everybody. Welcome to the Unapologetic Podcast. I'm Lena. I'm going to be talking with Pastor Billy, and we are explaining the reason for our hope. All right. Well, we're here, and this is our last episode of our Unapologetic Podcast it's been a really fun adventure, and Billy, thank you for being here. It's been really awesome. I thank you so much for having me here. This has been the, the last 11 podcasts have been a lot of fun to talk through some, I think, really critical things, and we're here at the 12th one, you know? It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's crazy that we're here already, and I'm looking forward to this time because I think what we're going to do is we're going to kind of just summarize everything and then talk a little bit about how to really dig into the conversations you're going to be having and and some questions towards the end will give you some questions that you actually can ask to yeah people when you think they're maybe maybe that stone in their shoe has gotten to a point where yeah. it's, they're really ready to start talking about okay exactly. what would it mean for me to follow jesus and so. i think that it's important to remember that you know we can never forget that our goal is to have spiritual conversations with people, to have the confidence to have that spiritual conversation that will probably, hopefully, and prayerfully lead to us sharing the good news about Jesus and giving a, a person really the chance to respond to that. Right. I mean, all of that's our goal. Yeah, and, and, and if we don't Jesus. get to the point where we are asking people to respond and giving them a chance to respond, the rest of it we didn't even need to do in the first place. You know, we kind of need to get to that place where we say, Hey, how do you want to respond to this? Yeah. And that takes a lot of discernment. It takes a lot of thinking and prayer, prayer and, and just praying for those people. Because honestly, there's been a lot of conversations that it really is just stone in the shoe. Yep. Right. And a lot of conversations are just planting seeds, but eventually we want to get to the point where we say, Hey, do you want this? Because it's there to, for, the, for the taking. And that's kind of what we're talking about today a little bit, is bringing all of these things together um, that we've learned over the last 11 podcasts and just tying it together in some simple ways that I think are really, really uh, critical, important, and effective, you know? Yeah. But I don't want to, you know, forget one thing that we talked about in earlier podcasts. Right. Is that, that a good way... And a good strategy to share the gospel is the word bless. Do you remember that? Right, right. Okay. I think I remember these. So even the one, even the one at the beginning, that's kind of like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that one. But so we'll go through it. So the B in bless stands for B in prayer. Right. right? And we're praying for people. Absolutely. Then, praying um, for people to come to Jesus, you know, praying for people to have that spiritual conversation. Yep. Absolutely. And that's got to be where we start every time. Absolutely. Uh, so then the L stands for listen, right? Yep. Listen closely to what they're saying, figure out where they're coming from. You got to understand them before you can really figure out how to kind of keep going, right? That's right. So then that's right. the E I like to think it stands for eat together, but it can stand for experience life together, really. So Good. it's um, we're going to just do our best to to share life with each other. And, and that can get complicated sometimes, right? Because you might accidentally find yourself in a quarantine situation where you can't actually be with people. And that's something that none of us have really had to figure out before, but there are creative ways 
no matter what situation you're in, I think that you can figure out how to experience yeah, life together. Yeah. So that's, that's a fun that's, one. That's a fun one. And then we're serving with yep, that first that's F. That's the first S. S. We're going to serve these people. And then the last S is share your story. Yeah. Share why you believe what you believe, some things that have happened o- yep. along the way that, that have led you to your faith and your hope. And yeah, we really want to get to a point where we have the chance to to talk about that with people. So all of those things kind of lead into the next one, I would say. That is really good. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad you remembered those because yeah. there's a re- honestly blesses no more than relationship building. It just has an intentionality to it, right? You know, right. that we love that person so much that we want them to know the best thing that can possibly be known, and that is the good news about Jesus. You yeah. know, hey, I got a couple thoughts though on on really some effective ways I think sharing Christ, especially to the postmodern world that we live in, right? Um, and so one of the things is that something that's been very, very, uh, very effective over the last. 50, 75 years or so is the four spiritual laws. Okay. They were written in 1952. And so what I have noticed is that when I talk to somebody and say, hey, I want to share with you four spiritual laws in a postmodern world, it's not working because they're asking, where did these laws come from? Right. Who made these laws? Right. What What do you mean laws? Why do you think I got to follow these laws? You know what I mean? And so we don't get the hearing that we once did back in 1952 and on. If we say the postmodern era started in the late 1970s, okay, then it's not as effective as a way. Now, those four principles that are in the four spiritual laws are definitely things we have to share. They're part of the gospel. But I think we got to look at new approaches as well to sharing Christ, especially to a postmodern world. Yeah, we live in a different world and we live with people who don't want to hear people giving them laws to live by. So we need to find a way to present it as though, like eventually they'll get to where they are living by those laws. But um, Believe it or not, in all these 11 sessions, we have said something in there that leads us to today. You know what? Everybody loves a good story. Everybody, the postmodern or, or, or the modern or the pre-modern. I mean, everybody yeah. loves a good story. And the postmodern generation will adapt a story. You know what I mean? That's yep. number one. Number two, nobody can deny what they feel. And if we have the three greatest needs in our lives, which is faith, hope, and love, we actually have something that we, ha- that, that we can offer. And so if you just think in your mind, everybody loves a good story, and you think in your mind, what are the deepest needs of life, faith, hope, and love, uh, that is going to actually go deeper than saying to somebody, I want to share with you four spiritual laws, almost that you better obey or you'll get in trouble. You know what I mean? It just doesn't resonate. I'm not saying anything negative about the four spiritual laws, because like I said, embedded in those is the truth of scripture. But what we have to understand is there's got to be new ways to share it. And if you think through everybody loves a good story, everybody needs faith, hope, and love, we can use those two to really share the gospel, I think, effectively. So if I was in a conversation with somebody and I wanted to talk about the story, okay? Okay. Then I would just maybe say something like this, okay? All right, let's hear it. One day, a long time ago, God created you. That automatically makes you part of his grand story. 
Since the day you were born, God's biggest desire is that you understand how much he loves you and that you come to know him. But that does not always come naturally. God created a long time ago, first, two human beings, and he had big dreams for them. But on another day, an evil being named Satan confronted them, quickly deceiving them. Adam and Eve thought that they should be able to decide what is right and what is wrong instead of trusting God, and they fell. Ever since, mankind experiences pain, turmoil, suffering, and hardship. But God showed us his character and love all through history, through his creeds and covenants found in the pages of Scripture, that God loved the people so much that he decided to do something about this terrible predicament. His goodness leads to his son. He promised the people that a righteous king who would rule with fairness, love, and kindness would come upon the scene. He would be the promised Messiah, forever enthroned as king. Through faith in this Messiah, our old, hardened heart would be replaced by a brand new heart, and the power of the Holy Spirit would fill us. At just the right time, God made good on that promise through his son Jesus. His son would bring everybody the blessing of having a relationship with God, providing love, kindness, fairness. His sacrifice on the cross forgave sins. The resurrection conquered darkness and death. And when Jesus ascended into heaven, he sent his Holy Spirit down to those who believe them to believe him to give them newness of life and power. It is through the Holy Spirit that the deepest needs of life are fulfilled, that of faith, hope, and love. That promise is offered to everybody. That's God's story, and he wants you to be in it. He offers you a chance to be in his family. He wants you to be in his story of redemption as well. This story was created for you. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, I'm yeah, not saying awesome. that I'm not saying everybody has to create a story like that and tell the story, but it is really powerful if you just have a few nuggets of, of the truth of God's story in your mind. And instead of saying it's four spiritual laws, you say, this is the the major, the grand story, the, some people call it the meta narrative. Okay. It's the great story of what Jesus has done for you. And listen, you reading, I mean, this is a story that I've heard many, many times in my life. And the way that you just read that and had that story, I mean, it draws you in every time, even if it is something that you've heard before. Exactly. Because, because you're asking people, Enter into this big story God's doing. You're part of this. He wants you to be a bigger part of it. You get excited. You want to be a part of that. Exactly. Now, let's say you're talking to somebody and, um, and it's really clear that they're really sensing these needs in their lives and they're not doing well, you know, emotionally or spiritually or whatever, you know, they're just not doing well. I might approach it more like this. Three of the deepest needs in your life are that of faith, hope, and love. God knew that because that's how he created us. Faith is being certain of things we do not see. It is also the act of giving our allegiance to that which we believe in. All of us need to be certain of things in the future, and we always need a cause. Having faith in God can meet the need of having both a belief and a cause. Hope might be the greatest need we have. When anyone loses hope, they pretty much lose everything. There is a hope that only God can give that will never disappoint. God never changes. He always makes good on his promises and always promises to be there for us. And that hope extends not just to this life, but also to the life to come. 
Hopelessness is the worst thing that can happen to a person, but God offers hope 24-7. Love is something everyone needs. There are some who do not receive much love, and that is very painful and very sad. But the scriptures say that God has loved us with an everlasting love. He proved his love to us by sending his son Jesus to die for us on the cross. God couldn't stand the thought of the people he created and loved not to be with him for eternity. That is true love. God offers to fill us in all these ways, meeting the deepest needs in our lives. Everyone needs faith, hope, and love. It's all for the taking. He offers it to you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I know that, like I said, you don't have to write something out and read it, you know, or anything like that. But what you can do is just really hone in on the needs of faith, hope, and love. And all of a sudden, people are going to listen. Yeah. And like, like you said, you don't need to write something out. But there is something to be said for having something that you go back to every time that you're ready, like a couple different situations, like what you just kind of shared. You're like, if this is kind of who you're talking to this is a way you can share that story i think right it is good to be that's right and man you know what i think is a really really good exercise for everybody who who's who's has the intentionality to share their story write out your testimony in one page oh yeah and and what i just did was write out god's story in two different ways using the story of what god did and using mm-hmm. faith hope and love their deepest needs i just wrote those out in one page you know double space it doesn't take long to right. do but at least you have it in your mind as to wow i'm going to be prepared with a story Also, I'm going to be prepared with the faith, hope, and love, and I'm going to be prepared with my own testimony of how I met God. Right. And all of a sudden, you have these three things that merge. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, you know, what happens when you get to the place where somebody is like, wow, they're in this, man, they're digging it. Well, that means that the Holy Spirit is at work in that person. And wow, man, we need to be continually praying in our minds. Wow, God, this is amazing. You're, You're working. But there's a couple questions that I think are really helpful to ask somebody so it doesn't feel awkward, you know, when, when you're, you're at the end and what do you do and how do you invite them into this? So I'm just going to read through a couple questions. Okay. okay. How would you like to be part of God's story? Right. Do you need something to believe in, something to hope for, and someone to love you? Another question. Would you like to invite God into these deeper places? Another one. Do you need a brand new start? Another one, do you need power for the next steps in your life? How about, can you entrust your life to him? Another one, will you let God take care of those things that you need taken care of? Right. And then one more is, what's holding you back? Can we talk about it? So these are just unique ways. You could come up with, Lena, you could probably come up with a hundred more ways to ask these questions. But I'm just saying, creatively in the moment, God will give us a good question to ask. You know what I mean? And we can then talk about these things. And, and the last question I always say, hey, man, if they say, no, I'm not ready. What's, what's holding you back? I'm willing to talk, man. And a lot of times they'll say, I just need more time to think. Well, that's awesome. That means there will be more conversation in later times. Yep. Yep, you know? for sure. I think it's really good to look at those questions and, um, and then to kind of go back to that listening closely part of what we're doing, That's you so listen key. to their answer so and then you can gauge, all right, they're ready to commit to Jesus or we're going to have some more conversations. But even in forming the question that you ask them to kind of lead to a response, yeah, that 
should come out of the things you've talked about so far as well. That, that's right. And, and, you know, it's, it's all about getting the good news to the people, you know what I mean? For sure. And so, um, you know, one, one verse that lots of people say, Hey, this is the whole thing in one verse right. is Romans chapter six twenty three, And it says for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yep. I mean, that says it all there. And, and when somebody comes to that place or is really, really thinking about it, this is the scripture verse that I'm about to share that I go to more than any other one when I feel like somebody's really close, okay. right? And it's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and it says, What this means is that those who become Christians become new persons. They are not the same anymore, for the old life is gone, a new life has begun. That's, That's awesome. what we're after. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And we're looking to have people... Uh, make that commitment and say, I want that hope and I want to commit to making Jesus the Lord of my life. And, and that's awesome. I think that all of this stuff is really things that we can use that'll help us to talk to people yeah. in getting them there. So thank you so much for oh, you're welcome. sharing with yeah. us over the last, it's, I guess we're almost, we can almost say the last 12 cause we're almost that's done right. with this last that's one. Right. But I really appreciate you being yeah, here thanks. with us and, Hey, those of you who have listened to all of these, uh, I hope so much that you are more confident than when we started in being ready to share your story, being ready to explain the hope you have. And we've referenced this, this verse in 1 Peter 3.15 a few times over, uh, over this, this season, um, and that is instead... You must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. And we do have this hope. And honestly, this time, these conversations that I've been having with Billy have even built up that hope more for me. And so I hope the same is true for you. I hope that you are more confident, that you have more faith, and that you're really excited to have an opportunity to, to then share that with people. So whatever you can do, however you can connect with people, um, we all are in different places in the world. And God has put us each in those places on purpose. You are where you are on purpose, and he's given you the skills that you need to do exactly what we've been talking about uh, in this time. So yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, this has been really fun and we're looking forward to hopefully continuing this podcast. Um, we have some fun ideas for future seasons that we can put out for you guys, but this has been a really fun time going through this first season. I feel like, you know, we started uh, in the first podcast. I signed off by saying, I have no idea how to end a podcast. I now have 12 podcasts of experience so I feel a little bit better about that and hopefully we can keep doing this together for for a long time going forward so it's been awesome and we'll look forward to being together again soon